0: this is michael you're listening to models of masters and i'm so grateful you're here i'm breaking down personal stories learned wisdom and pieces of insight i hope can help you along your journey head over to my website michaelbecker.org for much more and with that let's get right into the show We try to pack what would take an average person, whatever that means, five years, and we try to pack it into five weeks or five months. Um, I know that's important for me. Um,
1: So I'm sure others- Do you ever feel like, I I often, you know, like after a week and I'll be like, man, that was last week. I feel like last week was a year of my life. It's like so much can happen when you're on a growth journey, I think.
0: So time dissipates, right? And you come out of time and you go into another frequency of perception entirely. And I found that to be true. And so I think with that, um, my, so when I started to reintegrate after being so high for so long and I started to come back down to earth um, and I wanted to find a way to apply the kind of like the higher order insights, downloads, wisdom, knowledge that I was acquiring. And I wanted to take it from a purely spiritual place to how can I, how can I apply this in a way that's going to allow and activate the maximum number of people to create a better lifestyle for themselves here while we're in the physical. Right. And mm-hmm. so having worked in marketing automation for the six, seven years prior in my career um, and having this this passion myself for lifestyle design and for the four hour work week and all of these amazing ideals, yeah. um, I realized that the process of building and scaling a business is synonymous with. Creativity and it's just applying your creative um, uh, capacities or aptitudes to a very specific, you know, um, uh, skill set or a project that happens to be a business. And so then it becomes about figuring out all the processes and, and the systems and all of those things that go into to doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, well, I like what you said. I'm gonna I'm gonna type this in because I'm gonna talk about this. I think this is really powerful. So you said. The process of scaling a business is synonymous with creativity. Yeah. such a powerful quote and statement because, you know, for me, I like to look at business as a spiritual evolution process because it brings up everything everything, right? It's like, I have three kids and I think about, well, I have four babies now, but three of my own and then blended family, another. And I go like watching babies grow up and like birthing a baby into the world. Like you're, you're dedicated, you're committed. And sometimes it sucks and it's scary and it's hard and it brings up everything within you. And now building a business, I'm like, it's the same process. You know, so I think it's anything you take on that you have like heart and soul and all of your energy and money and time put into and invested into, it's going to bring up, you know, fear of sales, fear of yourself, imposter syndrome, doubt, insecurity, uncertainty, like, all of it, you know, so I think it's amazing that you said, I love that the process of scaling a business is synonymous with creativity. And and I think creativity is that driving force within us. That's like our spark of life. Mm-hmm. You know, like we all are actually, I, I think people suffer and get sick when they aren't expressing their creativity and business is a beautiful way to do that. So yeah. I love that you said that. That's, that's really cool. Okay. So it sounds to me like you've had a pretty big shift in the way you see business and the way that you're framing and branding yourself. So will you talk a little bit about that transformation? Because I think a lot of people here have experience the same things. You know, all the people I work with, like sometimes someone will come to work with me and they come out of working with me doing a totally different business because they realize it's much more aligned with their zone of genius. And sometimes it's just an enhancement, but it's like the self-discovery is a creative process and a creative force. So it sounds like you've had some pretty big evolutions in your process. We share some of that shift from, you know, you said, was it new earth? What was it new?
0: New earth knowledge.
1: New earth knowledge, okay, to scaling sciences. So like, you know, share, just share some of that process of branding and and who you're targeting and and how you think through that to help other people in their journey
0: yeah i mean so as far as the branding goes you know i like i've had three four different different namesakes that i've attached to my my coaching practice i think the first the first thing that i would say and and share with others is is like it's okay to to iterate on your name or even Mm -hmm. on your your avatar that you serve or the products and the services and the programs and all of those things, like it doesn't have to be perfect. Certainly when you start and it doesn't have to be perfect, even as you're scaling. And I think that's a big misconception that a lot of entrepreneurs have is like, it just, it has to be perfect for me to start bringing people in and helping people and before I present it to the world. Um, but it hasn't been for me. And all I can share is my experience around that. Um, I've, I've literally gone, again, like I've taken a, a 180 turn from the metaphysics and um, kind of like new earth Consciousness, universal wisdom, tilt to now pretty much a hundred percent focus on on business growth and scaling, and you know just to kind of take it back to, to the beginning, Amanda. I think so. One thing that I've always been passionate about is just the, the idea of investing and um, creating a defined output from a defined input, and then um, and then you know refining that input over time as you get more clear on what you want to get out of the thing that you're investing your time, money, energy into. And so Mm -hmm. that was a natural transition into coaching for me because I love working and I love working hard and I love learning and and getting better and again, refining as I go.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, So what you're saying is you're following your intuition to shift your business as you see necessary and as feels more aligned for you as you do it.
0: Totally. I'm doing all, everything I do is based purely on intuition. Like I do have goals written down, you know, I do have flow charts that I've created, but I only do those things after I have, I'll wait until I have an intuitive burst that I feel very strongly aligned with or guided to follow on a given direction. And I just go for it. I don't stop. I don't think about it. I do not take one week or two weeks or three weeks typically Uh to, to like when yeah. i pivoted to scaling sciences it happened in a matter of two days like i didn't harp on it and and i pivot. when yeah. i do
1: yeah what will you share with with nfa i've been thinking about what to call my nfa tribe and it's nfa money makers or nfa millionaires or nfa masters nfa manifestors awesome people all of them nfa <laughs> will you share with our nfa community what successes you've had and noticed from following your intuition because i think this is a very important manifestation quality that most people ignore
0: yes, the number one thing for me has been, you are going to slowly, I'll even say subconsciously create the lifestyle or the reality for yourself that you are predominantly focused on, and it probably will not come in the way that you expect that it will. So I think a lot of entrepreneurs or people that get into coaching, they have this vision for freedom and time, money, and location freedom, right? That's kind of like what everybody's shooting for. And they think the way that they're going to get there is through um that they have a they have a preconceived idea of how they're gonna get there by selling this many tickets to this program that they're gonna do x y and z with and that very well may be the case but what i've seen is that you know your 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 higher self your expanded self whatever you want to kind of call it it will it will create the reality for you that you desire or that you feel that you deserve or that you believe you're worthy of creating as long as you show up with like a, a giving mindset and a desire to serve, trust that in time, like you'll be, you'll find yourself, you'll look up one day and you'll find yourself yourself in a position where it's like, this is different than where I was five years ago. And it's, it might not be where I want to be, but if I keep following this path, I know I can see that I can see the, success, the successes and they're getting better.
1: Yeah. So you're talking about faith and allowing, right? It's like a lot of it's allowing and listening to your intuitive voice strengthens your intuitive voice. And then what I've noticed is that as I do that, it never turns up. It it never shows up the way that I think it's going to show up. And so you can have that plan to guide you and to take steps in the direction, but don't be attached to the plan because the universe has in store for you something even better than you could have imagined. And it's going to come to you in a way that you could have never planned. And I love these. It's like examples of, you know, I actually worked with this coach. It was awesome. He, you know, he came to me for money blocks and he doubled his income and then his, his opportunities just kept accelerating. And then it led him down a totally different path than he thought it ever would. Like he would have never planned it. And it's because he was raising his frequency, raising his frequency, raising his frequency, getting more and more aligned. And by the nature of doing that, it's impossible for more and more opportunities not to come your way because, you know, you're opening the door to those opportunities and you're following your intuition. So I think for me, that's what have been, been one of the hardest things to practice. And I'm getting better and better as is, is like, letting go of my plan to let and re- to, to let different stuff in and allow and receive and trust that when something that I'm playing with isn't going the way I expect to just go, it's okay, the universe is going to bring me something even better, because I still am dedicated to the long term mission of serving 5 million people through NFA money, right? So however that looks, I'm going to just trust that it's going to keep unfolding as I go along. It's, it's wild to, to play with and watch. It sounds like exactly what you're doing. Um, will you share? So I always like to give three takeaway tips for our people to get to six figures faster. So what are three, you know, practical, actionable tips that you can offer for people to get for entrepreneurs to get to six figures faster?
0: So zero to f- zero to six figures, one product, one price point one avatar. One product, one one avatar. Now you're certainly going to innovate and iterate on all three of those as you go. Um, but from zero to six, right, you want to be hyper focused on who you serve, what you deliver, the value of your program, and then the price point. And you don't, a confused mind doesn't buy anything, right? So you want to be just very, very clear on your offer, on the way you present it, and then on that investment. And you want to help people obviously understand, you know, the value of it and, and and how they can get started and why they should want to.
1: I love this. Will you, will you highlight what you notice people doing mistake wise in this part? Cause this is huge. Like, I think this is probably one of the greatest tips that people could discover. (laughs) It was like, it's the scattered, it's the never staying too long enough. And it's like, Oh, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. So we you talk a little bit about the mistakes you see people making in this specific tip.
0: I think that people don't go deep enough on who they're targeting. I think a lot of people you know like it's easy to create your your target avatar you know business coaches i typically serve whatever 30 to 50 years old in north america and they're struggling with x y z um that's not that's not deep enough to where you're actually gonna be able to extract the insights that are needed to create belief shattering content and certainly to have the conversations with those people that are that are needed to connect with them on a heart level so something that i kind of teach and, and preach is what are, the, what are the scripts that are recurring that are replaying in the mind of your, of your avatar? What are they thinking but not saying or not posting outwardly that you know are things that they're either trying to fix or trying to achieve? What are those things? Write those down, journal on those, right? And think about where you've been, the thoughts that you've had or still have around that and really start to go deep in, in that kind of way. So that's number one.
1: Awesome, okay, what's number two?
0: Number two, so I'll say around the program is, you know, what we're seeing in the coaching space today, Amanda, is just a a a completely saturated space. And um, like any coach knows, like you're getting reached out to every week by three to five to seven or more other coaches or programs sharing or pitching their thing with you. Um, I know that's the case for me. And so I just through that process, like I've gotten a, an interesting kind of uh uh uh, immersion into what others are kind of offering and how they're positioning it and I actually leverage that as competitive intel um let me see what these people are doing how are they talking what's the language that they're using so I think not enough coaches just based on what I just shared with how busy the space is not enough people are really taking the time to develop a comprehensive system or platform or program. And we need to go beyond one on one work, guys, if we want to really, really scale and um, help as many people as we can, one on one can't scale. So I see too many people just sticking to one on one where what we need to do is we need to create some kind of a more inclusive, comprehensive, overarching system or trademarked program that really will allow us to position ourselves as the leading authority in our niche.
1: Awesome. Okay, so so what I heard you say, and that was there was a lot packed in there actually. So you know, you're using when you say compre- uh, competitive intel, it's like all of those offers you get from people. You're going like, okay, what are they doing that's actually not unique or yes. <laughs> maybe repulsive? <laughs> Sometimes I get these texts and I'm like, wow, does he, does this work for people? Like, I can't believe that you would just text and sell at me without even knowing me or asking anything about me like that kind of thing. But then it's also that what is the offer? What is what you're saying? So develop a comprehensive program, meaning, you know, expand beyond one on one into other creative ways of serving people. Can you give like three or four examples of of other options that you're thinking about?
0: Yeah, So many value adds in different ways that that you can be, again, be creative with either your service level agreement or the, the way that you show up to help people even just something as simple as changing the language. Of how you position yourself from a coach to maybe an apprenticeship or a mentorship, um, changing it up and and just doing things that are a little bit different than what anybody else is doing is going to help you really differentiate yourself in the space. Um, do you offer maybe assistant coaches as part of your program? I I have three assistant coaches that clients will get access to when they when they join the program, right? So that's a little value add. Um, mm-hmm. Other things you know, service level, time of response for, for customer support, uh, level of customer support. I One thing that has amazed me every time I reach out to the ClickFunnels team for support, how quickly and how helpful um, their entire support team is. And the reason that they are that way is because their leader, Russell Brunson, has instilled that value mm-hmm. as a non-negotiable upon the team. We over deliver when our customers and clients reach out to us. Mm-hmm. So starting to think in that way is going to help you grow 10 times
1: faster. OK, awesome. So so when you're saying comprehensive program, it's not just what is it that you offer, like, say, group coaching versus one on one. It's how does that comprehensive package in the entire program serve people in a way that's unique and potentially st- has you standing out above the rest?
0: You have to want success for your client more than they want it themselves. And that that has to be clear from the moment that they find you.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Okay, great. What's tip number three?
0: So that was, what was that? That was, was I think price was the, was the third one, right? Yeah. So
1: we, well, we've got one product, one price point and one avatar. Yeah. Tip number one, tip number two, use comprehensive Intel to develop a comprehensive or competitive Intel to develop a comprehensive program.
0: Let's see. Tip number three, extend your time horizon and think long-term instead of short-term. Um, And then i think as an addendum to that i would say don't buy into the hype do not listen to or compare yourself to what you hear others doing especially in your space a lot of it guys is fabricated numbers are manipulated Um, i'm saying it right here you know people can throw different numbers at you that they came up with in a myriad of ways they're being creative themselves Um, if somebody is saying a certain number a million dollars a month or 10 million you know a year well how did they come up with that number um is that what 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 you know what went into that is that cash collected is that is that revenue is that extrapolating from an event that they had to, you know so many signups for in a given month um what is that like so there's so many things that go into into growth but i think not comparing yourself to others and other figures that you are throwing out and then giving yourself Instead of five weeks or five months, make this a five year investment in yourself.
1: Yeah, I really like this one because, like, when you say think long term instead of short term, it's remembering that your business building journey is not a sprint race, it's not even a marathon because marathons can be torturous. (laughs) Like we don't want that either. You know, we want like, this is a lifelong growth trajectory of evolving your spirit, really, and serving the world through what you love to do. So why would you ever want to stop doing that? You know? And it's like, okay, so this is a lifelong journey where I'm going to be, winning at my own game so you know i love the not comparing yourself to others because i think this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs and especially heart-centered entrepreneurs really struggle with it's like but they're i'm putting my heart and my soul and my effort and my energy and my time and money into this but they're doing way better than me and often they forget like that person is 40 years ahead of them or 10 years ahead of them or even six months ahead of them or they started a different starting point you know it's really important to just play your own game and win at your own game and to me the game is How do I master myself and my money to to have that financial freedom where I have freedom of choice that feels good and making money doing what you love is like to me, the greatest gift that there is, because then every day just feels like play. You're like, oh, I get to get up and do exactly what I love to do in the world. And my my ends are met. And it's not a race to the finish line. You know, where is the finish line? There is no finish line except for the one that you set in your mind.
0: This is an infinite game. right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing I want to point out that you said is, you know, I think this is where social media is really interesting. It's like people, you know, put out there all the money they're making and all the things they're doing, but like, do they break down the bottom line? Like I had a really enlightening um, meeting with someone last week where I was like, huh, you know, they were like, are you making a million a year in their business? Which has been one of my goals. And I've been really sitting with that one and going like, why do I care about a million? What does it mean? Is it important? Why did I set that? How much money, what, what does that look like? And it was fascinating because we were having this conversation. And she basically was talking about how she had wasn't even breaking even like she wasn't profitable. Yeah. And I was like going, oh, my God, I make way less than that right now. But I ha- I'm very profitable because of the way that I structure my business. And so as I scale the seven or eight or whatever, who knows what number it will be? Maybe I'll stay in the six figure range for the rest of my life. I don't know, <laughs> but it's like what is my take home pay and what is the joy that I experience building my business to me? That's what really matters. It's not the, the number at the end of the you know. Yeah. So I think it's, it's fascinating that you say that because I think you know for everyone here watching, think about for you, what what is a business that you would love to design, like reverse engineering from you getting to get up every day and do exactly what you love. Like that makes your heart sink, you know, like that's what we want. So that's, that's, you know, when you say tip number three, that's what comes to mind for me. I think that's really powerful.
0: I would, I think, you know, this, I don't know if this would be echoed by, by many others, necessarily, I would rather do really meaningful work that I'm so passionate about every day when I wake up and work. 60 hours a week making $60,000, than I would being absolutely miserable, running myself into the ground, which I probably tilted more towards that that side of things, you know, the last year here, um, and, and be making 500,000, but not yeah. the peace of mind or the sanity or not sleeping and, and not doing these things. It's like, you wanna enjoy the journey, and I'd rather, I'd rather myself and I'd rather see you guys listening. I'd rather see you take, again, five years and do it healthy than do it in a year and run yourself into the ground, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's something you said I think is important to point out for people is because I think a lot of people have that money block, like you've got to work hard to make the big bucks and that people who make the big bucks are killing themselves and are burnt out. And so we run that story in our mind and then we create a reality through running that story, right? So we filter everything that we see and do and feel through that reality and then we create a business that's kind of in prison. Mm-hmm. And so what I love to help people do, and, and you know, it sounds like that's the journey you're on as well, is like how do we scale from a place of alignment? So you, know, you taking your original, uh, the the original money block you're talking about harmony and balance like we were talking about harmony and balance and money making like integrating the two like how can we have harmony and balance as we scale our businesses from a place of joy and fun and flow and freedom you know like that's that's the quest i think and and especially you know i love to work with i work with men and women and I'm, lately i've been like really playing with like do i just work with women because there's something like i was a gender scholar so like phd in sociology and um i studied gender and taught gender and it was like women have unique money blocks where they think that A lot of times it's like men are more powerful. And even in the coaching space, you know, we see this Like in a coaching book you're reading, it talks about like the top 10 heavy hitters, it's always men, you know? And it's like, so there's this embedded belief that like men, women can't make as much money as men. And so then they got to work harder to prove themselves. And then men have the other ones where it's like, you know, gotta be the breadwinner and all those things come into play as well too. So it's just, you know, these money blocks show up in such big ways. So I really appreciate you sharing what's going on for you and your business building trajectory and things that you go through because I think everybody needs to hear this stuff.
0: It's really powerful. And I think something else just to piggyback off of that, especially for your listeners, you know, is, you know, look at, look at the brand that Dr. Amanda has created and injected herself into again with a non-negotiable that this will work, right? This will be successful. I am the NFA money coach. This is who I am. and you know, speaking from personal experience, you know, if I'm not yet where I want to be in terms of scaling my own business or helping others to do the same, it's just a matter of time catching up to what already exists within our being, right? And we've created every single thing that we can, every component of that, or what that would look like in our external and and more and more in our internal reality. So it's just a matter of it manifesting in time. And so I think the gap there, right? The Delta is being okay with the passage of time and allowing it to to deliver us into that space.
1: Love it. That's awesome. What you're talking about is your alignment with your vision is so powerful that your success is inevitable because it's just a matter of time because that timeline already exists. Like it already exists because you have the desire for it to exist. So all you gotta do is keep taking steps in the direction.
0: Exactly.
1: So awesome. Ah, oh, So many good things. OK. What's a book that's changed your life? Let's And then we'll, we're coming to a close, everyone. So what's a book that you would recommend that's changed your life? Um, I know you talked about Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which that's an awesome book.
0: Yeah, I would say. Um, just tell me.
1: I know. Yeah, I think
0: I think the four hour work week, that's what I'm going to go with.
1: You, you know, my last guest said the same book and I haven't read it yet. Of course, I you know, comparison, it's, it's like. Uh, I, I, yeah i'm gonna have to read it i i will be honest this is hilarious and no one has heard me say this before um i'm putting i'm typing it in i can't type and talk at the same time okay there we go um i have because i'm like values oriented i like i always feel like oh i want to i choose to do what i love to do all the time because it's in my highest value so why would i ever only want to work four hours a week <laughs> so i have been like resistant to reading that book for that reason which is hilarious but now i've had two people in the last two weeks say i gotta read it so i'm like okay. Oh it's done. I'll read it and see what I get out of it.
0: <laughs> you have to read it with with the frame or the context then of not necessarily wanting to create a four hour work for yourself, but to, just to immerse yourself in the stories and the wisdom and the.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Takeaways. Well, and I'm sure there's a ton of wisdom. I mean, I highly doubt that Tim Ferriss actually works four hours a week. Like, right? well, there's no way. <laughs> but I think the concept behind it, like that framework of being efficient with your time, because time is our greatest commodity. That's powerful.
0: Yes, yeah, it's yeah. the most right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Okay. And then, if you could give one, like the number one money confidence tip you can think of, what would that be?
0: It's this, Amanda. Are you ready? Yeah. Income comes from within. I think Ooh. the fallacy that we fall prey to is the idea that our income, that our financial abundance comes from outside of ourselves, from a job, from clients, from a stock market or somewhere else. If you haven't read this book called Busting Loose from the Money Game, I highly recommend that as well. And that's, I think, what inspired that that idea for me. Income comes from within. You dictate, you create when, where, and how much you abundance you create. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is on sale now. Grab your copy by visiting my website or tapping the link in the episode description. I also just released the online learning portal, which expands on what I share in the book. This includes four hours of edited, captioned video tutorials and trainings, plus dozens of downloadables and templates. Between the book and the e-academy, you're going to be equipped to literally blow your revenue targets out of the water and eviscerate your competition this year, all by putting content at the core. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, comment, and share all the things and hit me up on LinkedIn. If you'd like to connect, I'm here to serve you and that's it. I will see you in the next episode.